0: Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, September 13th. Practicing the Presence. Today's scripture reading is found in Genesis chapter 12, verses 4 through 8, from the New International Version, which reads, So Abram went, as the Lord had told him and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated, and the people they had acquired in Haran. And they set out for the land of Canaan. And they arrived there. Abram traveled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Moreh at Shechem. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Avram, and said, To your offspring I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there he went on toward the hills east of Bethel, and pitched his tent, with Bethel on the west, and Ai or Lai, on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord, and called on the name of the Lord. This is God's word. The altar. The earth in spaces where we mark either the experienced or the evoked presence of this garden in which we no longer dwell. As a people exiled from it, forever walking and toiling and sweating and trudging east of Eden, in dry places seeking rest but finding none, when suddenly, like Hagar in her barren flight, we find ourselves... We find ourselves beside a spring in the desert, that we had not seen, and suddenly we realize we are seen by the one who sees us, and for a moment it is eaten again, even if just for a moment. And so we shape our earthen altar, or pile up gathered stones, or even just one a standing stone, testifying to all who passed that God was in this place and we didn't know it. But for a moment, for ever so tantalizingly brief a moment, we saw the face of God, even if through a glass darkly. Yes, I may just be repeating this a few times this week. An altar of earth. Abraham and our other ancestors of faith in the Genesis narrative left a trail of altars wherever they went. Intersections with the divine along their dusty pilgrimage. Practicing the presence in the middle of nowhere as they sojourned in the land of promise like strangers in a foreign country. Sounds a lot like us, or at least it should. Practicing the presence that actually takes me to another formative mentor across the millennia for me, Brother Lawrence. Brother Lawrence was born Nicholas Herman in the Lorraine region of France in 1611. Yep, he would be as old now as the King James version of the Bible. At age 18, he experienced a profound. At age 18, he experienced a profound conversion when he saw a bare tree in the middle of winter, standing gaunt. And leafless against a bleak background of snow. Anticipating the miracle of this same tree coming alive in the following spring, he was overwhelmed by a high view of the providence and power of God, as he put it. And this never left him. It was a spark that fanned into a lifelong flame of love for God. Talk about an altar in the middle of nowhere. Yes, a bare, gaunt tree, standing in a field of snow in the middle of winter. Yeah, that will serve quite nicely. In the book, which I highly recommend, The Practice of the Presence of God, with a foreword by... Okay. In the book, which I highly recommend, The Practice of the Presence of God, with a foreword written by Mother Tessa Beliecki, she writes that after serving as a footman and soldier, Nicholas entered a monastery of the discalcelled, the shoeless Carmelites in Paris. As a lay brother, he worked for 15 years in the kitchen, though he had a natural aversion to it. Then he worked as the monastery's doorkeeper. Tessa further describes Brother Lawrence as a great awkward fellow who broke everything. Oh yes, I like this guy. Brother Lawrence's passion was, in the words of Jacques Martien, to take contemplation out of the cloister and put it on the roads of the world. As Brother Lawrence himself wrote, we search for stated ways and methods of learning how to love God, and to come at that love we disquiet our minds by I know not how many devices. We give ourselves a world of trouble, and pursue a multitude of practices to attain to a sense of the presence of God, and yet it is so simple. How very much shorter it is and easier to do our common business purely for the love of God, to set His consecrating mark on all we lay hands to, and thereby foster the sense of His abiding presence by a communion of our heart with His. There is no need either of art or science. Just as we are, we can go to him, simply and with single heart. Lawrence himself felt more united with God in his outward employments than when he left them for devotion and retirement. He did retire for set times of prayer as directed, but he did not want such retirement nor ask for it because his greatest business did not divert him from God. He believed it a great delusion to think that the times of prayer ought to differ from other times, that we are as strictly obliged to adhere to God by action in the time of action as by prayer in the season of prayer. And people from around the countryside of France and across Europe, including a pope or two, came to speak with the shoeless doorkeeper and sometime dishwasher, who was a great awkward fellow who broke things, as they sought the way of practicing the presence for which he, long before social media and postings and viral videos, was known in ever-widening circles. Because there's more than one way to leave a trail of altars of Earth. So, as we pause for a moment of reflection and prayer, how are you leaving a trail of altars in your own life? How do we practice the presence in the middle of nowhere, worse than nowhere, in the all too often bleak horizon of life? How do we take the practice of the presence out of the cloister, out of our sanctuaries and our chapels, and experience it on the roads of the world. Now, once again, as our prayer today, join me in praying this adapted prayer from Every Moment Holy by McKelvey, with a preface prayer by Brother Lawrence. Lord of all pots and pans and things, make me a saint by getting meals and washing up the plates. You, O Lord, are with us always. Every sphere of life and creation is yours, and all our threads of the same bright weave, our goings out and our comings in, our fellowship and our loneliness, our youth and our old age, our passions and our vocations, our chores and our entertainments. You are equally present in our failures and in our successes, in our sleep and in our wakeful hours, in our tears and in our laughter, in our births, in our lives, and even in the hours of our deaths. You are ever present with us. Train the hearts of us, your people, to practice a mindfulness of your presence in all moments. And most especially, let us not pass by without so much as a hurried glance the altar moments of this day. Let us see the strange sight. Let us pause. Let us remove the shoes from our feet and let us build an altar of earth through your mercies. Amen.